Lord, we come to you now just asking you to open our hearts, let the words that that we just sang, Lord, sink in. Um, Let us just truly believe that that we know Jesus Christ came and died for our sins, Lord, and he's the only way that we'll spend our our eternity with you, Lord. Lord, be with John Paul. Um, Just, again, open our hearts. Let us receive the words that he's prepared for us this morning that you've put on his heart. And, uh, Lord, just continue to, to bless everybody in this place. It's in your son's heavenly name. Amen. Amen. We're going to bring the ranch kids into the uh, into the ring, and if you if you have a ranch kid that's of that age category up here that would like to come down here and be with them, um, it, we 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 invite them to come on down. So we still got some room for some more kids if they're up there and they want to come down here and be part of this. We are uh, we're fixing to have us a baptism, several of them. And the water's kind of warm, so I brought this along to help out. But so, so if you're if you're ready for a shocking experience, we want to help with that. Um, for the for the kids part of the message today, I want to go to Galatians, the third chapter, and I have a I have a message for these a verse for these guys that kind of explains what's uh, what's fixing to happen here. Um, so Galatians three. 27, 20, 26 and 27. So here's this verse, guys, and I'm going, to read, I'm going to read it to you, and I want you to listen. So hang in there. Bear with me. In Galatians 3, 26, it says, For all, for you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. So what's that saying? For you are all children of God. You're not just children, and you're not just children of your parents, but you're children of God, the living God. And how you get there is by believing that He that He is good, that He created you, that He had a purpose. So, so we start out believing that we are children of God through faith in Christ Jesus, through faith in His Son, Jesus Christ, that we've heard about so much. And then the next verse says... And all who have been united with Christ in baptism have put Christ on like putting on new clothes. And so here in a minute we're going to baptize some people. And what they're doing is that they're showing that they're, they're showing first that they're united with Christ. That they're the same. When you, your parents, your parents were just your parents and then one day... You came into their life and they were united with you. It's the same. We were just going along and then one day we decided to follow Jesus. We decided to believe in him and we became united. We became one with him and we're showing that through baptism. But also the, next, the step that that's proven is that we're going to show that we are his follower through our actions, through our words, through the people that we hang out with, in every single way, we're going to show that we're followers of Christ, and we're proving that through baptism. So the baptism doesn't have so much power, but what the, where the power is is that we're showing in every way that we're followers of the living God. That we're by our actions, by our words, and by the people that we hang out with. 
And that's, that's exactly, in a nutshell, what's fixing to happen. So as, as there's been some that have signed up for baptism today and a few that have signed up that are not going to get to through various reasons, uh, we're going to take care of that down the road real soon. But as, as I give the rest of the message here, I'd like those that have been, have agreed to be baptized to come on down here and, and, uh, and, and also... Uh, uh, Mark and Olivia, for sure, to come down also. Um, I've had a verse that's perplexed me for a while, and I didn't really understand it. And uh, all of a sudden this week, I got a new understanding of it. Now, I want you to turn with me. Let's go to Acts 2, th- 38. This verse says something incredible, and I've never been able to understand it. And then just this last week, I got a brand new understanding of it. And I want to share this with you. So I'm going to read it to you first. It says, Peter Peter replied, each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. I've been so perplexed by that all these years because it don't make any sense. Said so Peter replied, each of you must repent of your sins. So I get, got that. Repentance, first, I'm remorseful. I know that everything that isn't Jesus is sin. So I get that I got to repent. And then it says, turn to God, which is part of repentance, actually, is taking our focus from ourself to God. So we're taking our mind from self to Christ so turn to God just reaffirms it's like saying it twice you got to repent you need to turn to God you need to turn to God really is what it's saying and then it says and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins it's Christ that forgives us not baptism we all know that so what is he saying Why would he say this, and how do you make sense out of it? And I'll be honest with you, it's been decades, and I didn't really get a handle on it until this very week. But suddenly, it started coming to me what he was talking about. And so first thing that I did, the first thing that I did is I backed up. I'm like, okay, here's Peter. He was was with the living God. He was with Christ himself. He was there when he suffered, when he died, when he rose again. And in Matthew 28, he gave him a very specific set of instructions. So let's go to Matthew 28 for a second. Then we're going to come back here to this set of verses. So if we go to Matthew 28, we go to the Great Commission. So down here at 16, we'll start right here in verse 16. And we're going to go clear to the end of the chapter. It says, then the, then the eleven disciples left Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. So they were their followers, and they're being obedient. They're doing the things he told them to do. When they saw him, they worshipped him. They were waiting there for him. He came. When they saw him, it was a big deal. Of course, it would be very exciting. But, and some were like, could this really be real? Some doubted. He dealt with all that. Verse 18, Jesus came and told his disciples, 
I have given you all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commandments I have given you, and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. I want to back up here to 19 again for a second. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. First of all, we've got to understand what a disciple is. Once we get that, we're to, a disciple is a student that teaches, a student that replicates their, their desire to follow. <laughs> These guys are a little, almost distracting, and I like it. Um, so what I want you to understand is that he's telling us first to be disciples of Christ. And then he goes on and be baptized. So, so to qualify to be baptized, you've got to be a disciple. And so the point that I want to make is that, that being a disciple and being baptized are one and the same. They are, they, are act, they are different acts of the same action. And the reason that I want to make that point is, is now... If we understand that, then let's go back to Acts for a second. So Acts, second chapter here. So Acts 2.38, Peter replied, Each of you must repent of your sins, turn to God, and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. He replied, Each of you must repent of your sins, turn to God, and be baptized. So we already know that being baptized... And being a disciple are two, ac two actions of the same. They are tied together. So, so there ain't no point in being baptized if you're not a disciple. Matter of fact, if you aren't fully ready to become a disciple of Christ and you get baptized, in essence, you're just being, getting wet. Or if somebody else chooses for you to be baptized... It's great they're committed that you're going to be a follower of Christ, but you're not sold out. You just got wet. But if you're here with the idea, I want to be a disciple. And something else that I, as I was studying this, I backed up to what Peter had said before this because I wanted some context to what he was talking about. And I, in a short version of what he preached this day, and this was an incredible day. I want you to understand, on this very day, his preaching was so, was so powerful that 3,000 people received the Lord and were, and were baptized this day. Before this, he, they made a statement that his preaching had pierced their hearts. So he said something that was really powerful. And what he said to them, in a nutshell, was that he said, he said, that our Lord was here, suffered, died, rose again, that he conquered death, and that God had said that he would make a footstool out of our Lord's enemies. The thing that pierced their heart was as suddenly they understood. And what I want you to understand today is in that moment, what I believe they understood was they believed right then and there they were either with him or that they were against him. There ain't no gray area we're either for him or we're not. We don't mean to be against him, 
but our actions and our words and the things that we do and the places we go and the people we can hang out with go against him. We're either an enemy or we're for him. Suddenly in that moment they realized, it pierced their heart, I'm either with him or I'm against him. And they wanted to know more. When he showed them more, he made this statement that, that we're wrestling with here. And in that, all of a sudden I started understanding, once I get to, first of all, we're going to be a disciple... Or there ain't no point in doing this. We're either going to be a student that replicates being a student. Or we're against him. We're either in or we're out. As we get in. As we get in. Then all of a sudden I, the rest of it. For the forgiveness of your sins. And then I started to understand in this moment. And I want you to understand. If I've ever said anything that was important. This is it. There. First of all, we've got to get a handle on what sin is. Sin is everything that don't lead to Christ. There, I just don't know how else to say it. Everything that leads to Christ leads to life. Everything else eventually leads to chaos and death. Everything else. It either leads to Christ and the truth of Him, or it leads to death. There's, again, you're either with Him or you're against Him. You're either headed to life or you're headed to death. There's, there's no other way. And I'd like there to be, a lot of times, I'd like there to be doors t- three, four, and five, but there ain't. There's door one and door two. There, you're in or you're out. You're with him or you're against him. It's been set up for the beginning. And he's doing all this for us, not for him. He don't need it. He's God, creator of the universe. So in his creation, his desire is that we would get in, follow him, so that we can live. Then we get back to our sins. So then we know, he says, and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. So if you're a disciple, you're sold out. Forgiveness of our sins means that we're delivered of them. Not only have we got past them, but they don't matter anymore. And the truth of the matter is, and the thing that I want you to understand is, is that our sin is going to show right back up again every single way other than through being a disciple, other than through following him sold out. If we want to overcome our sin, we can do this, that, and the other thing, but the only thing that will truly overcome it now and forever is to be a disciple, is to be sold out following him. And so, the reason that, that he says this about baptism, he said, be sold out. If you want to be forgiven of your sins, if you want to be delivered of your sins, if you want this to be gone once and forever, sign up. You're in or you're out. And I'm going to tell you today, if you're out, I'm okay with that. I'm going to keep telling you the truth and loving on you and being with you for as long as God allows. But you're not okay with it. You've got problems. And you're not going to be able to get around them any other way. Again, I wish there was some other way. 
I wish there was an easier door. I wish there was some gray areas where you could ease off into it. But the truth of the matter is there comes that time where you've got to get in or get out. Where you've got to accept the truth that if I follow him, I have overcome my sin. The harder that sin's coming at me, the harder I've got to follow him and I'm going to overcome it. He's going to overcome it through me. I don't even have to do it. I just got to follow him. Or I can try it some other way and it'll overcome me. There's no other way. So as we go forward, Lori, the other day she talked to me, you know, and it was about this kind of thing. She came to me at the pool and she's like, okay, I was sprinkled as a child. I was dedicated as a young adult. Am I good? My answer was yes and no. I'm sure that you're going to make it into heaven. I'm positive of it just by your actions and by your love of Christ. But is there more? Absolutely. In, in being obedient, being all in, is there more? Of course there's more. He is limitless, and he's just waiting for us to get all in so that he can lead us to life and life more abundantly. And that more, I shared with her some stories. I said, that more may be for you, or it may be for those you have influence over. I have no idea. He may be fixing to do something mightier through you and experience, and you will experience him in a way that you never have before. Or those following your example will be changed, or both. I don't know. But I do know that he's mighty and he's sovereign, and in him is living. I hope all this has made sense. As I go forward, those that are fixing to be baptized, I want you to step up here with me, and I'm going to ask all of you all at the same time, and then we're going to go through it. And if anybody up here, if this is your day, I want you to listen to these questions and then come on down here, and we're going to get you baptized with these guys. So stepping forward to the water is in agreement with what I'm fixing to ask you. So here's the questions. First of all, do you believe that, that God is, was, and always will be? Spoke the world into creation, sovereign, creator of all of it, including you. Do you believe that Jesus is his son, son of man and son of him, came from a virgin, was here through a miracle, here to show us how to live, how to, how to act, how to treat our fellow people, and he also suffered, died, and rose again for, your, for our sins, for the things that we lack. In him it says also that, that, that he is life and life abundantly. So truly living is following him. Do you believe that the third part is the Holy Spirit? And, he, and the Holy Spirit is here to empower you to help yourself and to help others through this life. Do you believe that? So all of you are in 100% agreement with this. And so we're going we're gonna, to, we're gonna, let's start with, let's go with the little to the, let's go size wise. Let's go up. That way could keep the water to in the deal he gets in first there won't be no water left come and step on in here finally people are getting baptized tell me your first name again Lexi I want you to hold your nose Lexi I'm going to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, my sister.
What's your name? James, what do I call you? Jimmy Mike. <laughs> it's not as bad as you thought. I didn't put the ice in. I just threatened. Jimmy Mike, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, my brother. Get up here, Dad. Ooh, my faithful, obedient sister. We ba- you want to hold your nose as we do it? We baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Brian, he, as soon as I get here, he says, can I get wet today? Well, of course you can. Get on in here. Socks, pants, shirt, all of it. Get on the other side here. I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, my brother Brian. Anybody else going once, going twice? Listen, when, uh, when we're up on the mountain, I made this statement. I don't want to keep being repetitive or be pr- pushy, but I don't want to le- let anybody leave here being uh, disobedient. So if there's just one that the Holy Spirit's calling you to come on down here and be part of this, I invite invite you to come on down. I I pray that you'll have the courage to do it. If not, he's going to just go ahead and put... I'm going to pray real quick, and then he's going to play the closing hymn, and you come on down. Oh, yeah. And we got some new towels for the baptizees, and and for those that got baptized on the mountain, you got one down here too. Pray with me real quick. Father, we love you. We thank you for the privilege of following you. But mostly, Father, we thank you for for the truth of knowing that if we follow you, that we, just the action of that, you're going to overcome our sins. You have done it already. And through following you, we have deliverance. Through following you in obedience, we have life. And Father, I personally have never met the first person that ever regretted, no matter what it meant, signing up with you. And Father, I pray that if anybody in here right now is making this type of choice, they're saying today is the day I want to follow you. I just just pray that you would minister to them, that they would come forward and somewhere reach out to somebody as they leave here today. But, Father, I just pray that you would, you would touch each and every one of our lives. And I just, I just praise you for those that are taking that first step this very day. And I pray all this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.